That bomb has more power than 20,000 tons of TNT. Welcome everyone to Coffee Cry Conspiracies. I am your host, Luke. Hope this podcast finds you well. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're feeling good. As with me is my co-host and my brother, Mitchell Chapman. Dun, 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 you forgot dun, to dun, add dun, in dun, best brother. Best brother Best ever. brother. Well, considering no, you're my you only brother. My, you're my favorite brother. <laughs> and nothing you know, and nothing can take that away from you. You're damn right. I mean goddamn right. <laughs> it would it would take a miracle for that to happen. Yeah, you're right. So dude, what's been okay. going on? How's your week going? Man, you're not Ah man, it's it, it's something else, I'll tell you that. Just typical college BS. Yeah? <sighs> How's yeah. your uh, your robotic sci-fi class? It's doing pretty good. Have you heard of the um, the Martian Chronicles? The Martian Ray Chron- movie? Is it a book? It's a it's a book. It's a book no, about. I have not. My hand is actually bigger than the book. It's only like two hundred pages. It's it's not bad. It has like a bunch okay. of these. Uh, I guess you could say stories in it about. This dude's adventure, I guess. I guess you could call it that, his adventure. That's like short stories? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was reading one. I was assigned one. And uh, the dude, it's really, it's really sad. The dude, like, all the rockets got called back, because he's on Mars, and all the rockets on Mars got called back to Earth. And uh-huh. he's like, he was up in the mountains or whatever, whatever you call a Martian mountain. And they, him and his family missed the rocket. So he was oh, the only man. one left on Mars. Yeah, yeah. That fucking and, uh, sucks. 20, yeah, 20 years later, a rescue crew comes down, and they're like, he, him and his family are still living there, and the rescue crew comes down, and they're like, hey, how's it been? And they notice his family hasn't aged at all. And Oh, uh, shit, yeah. Yeah, so the captain of the rescue crew tells him to go check this structure out that they saw when they were landing. Uh-huh. And the structure's a graveyard, and it has his family in it. And the family he has now, he made. What the fuck? Like, like made out AI? Of, yeah, it's kind of creepy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, probably, he probably made him perfect where his wife won't be bitching at him all the time. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. He, he visit the old workbench. I go back. Dude, what, what if they yeah, spawned it story, and though. he fucking murdered him? Whoa. I mean, that could be it, That too, but some I mean, crazy that shit. Point, he, he dies. He got so excited he had a heart attack and just, yeah. Well, that sucks. So that's kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But moving on. That reminds to... me of a. Uh... What? Or go ahead. <laughs> uh, say. <laughs> that's the difficulty of not doing this in person, you know? Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. If you do it, if it's just, if you do it in person, you, you can go off like, you know, body language and facial expressions. But like when we're just doing it over audio, because you and I, if we do it over FaceTime, we can't do it without just fucking laughing all the time. Like we did. Because yeah, yeah. remember when we, when we go to church, as soon as I looked oh at you, it was just over. God. I was just laughing. <laughs> and that's kind of how this is and that's why we are strictly on audio and we have forbidden ourselves to do it over facetime mm-hmm. and that is where the difficulty Which, lies but what i was going to say is that yeah that book it reminds me of one by hp lovecraft this book is another short story it really fucked me up it's called in the walls of erix and it's about this creepy. like yeah dude and hp lovecraft and it's probably because I'm stupid is he's pretty hard. It's pretty hard to understand, not understand, but it's pretty hard to read. Like he does barely any dialogue just because he wasn't very good at it. So he just did more like descriptive and narrative. <laughs> but this book's pretty fucking weird. It's this guy that he's collecting stuff on Venus for a company, like a mining company. And he mm-hmm. sees like this big rock that he's supposed to be collecting and he gets trapped in invisible walls and he can't get out wow. and he ends up dying. And then like a couple of days later, a rescue mission comes in and they find him and he was only like three feet away from the exit. I was like, God oh, damn. damn, dude. It's a metaphor That's for life. You know you what I mean? Think about, it, you know, yeah, just keep on going. Right. Keep on going. Hey, yeah. it's always the darkest before dawn. Hashtag energy <laughs> up. I, I fucking hate those people. Positive vibes, bro. Hashtag business minded. No one cares that you're fucking grinding 24-7. And are you are you really grinding 24-7? Yeah, because you know what? The same people that post that, since they started their little workout routine, like three months ago, they've been to the gym four times. Exactly. Or they're gonna and they're gonna fucking the next week they're gonna be done. Like mm-hmm. just before, before you start either. doing that, put some time. <laughs> make sure you're gonna do it. All right. Or you could use social media as a uh, kind of a the hell's the word? What the word am I thinking of? I hate when I go blank. My no. my mind always goes blank like this. Motivator? No. Someone that holds you accountable, like an accountability buddy. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that's a good. Uh, that's a good way to use it. Working out alone. Sometimes, bro. Yeah. Like I'll be sitting here and I'll be like, I. The last thing I want to do right now is go to the gym. Dude. Yeah. But you do it late as fuck at but, night. I don't know how you do it. Yeah, dude. Last night I was in there until two. Are you serious? You're working out was, two in the morning. Yeah, because I had a paper due. Fuck, dude. That's some grinding shit. Bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, my my body doesn't match the type of grind, and that's what kind of right, really dude. frustrates me. <laughs> but I'm I'm in how many ha- how many eventually. Snapchats of it did you do? What did you um, say? I said, I mean, I have to. My body has to get there eventually. Like, I can't just stay skinny forever. 
That's true. Blind squirrel well, you and I, we kind of have, we have the polar opposites where you can't gain weight and I am gaining weight by steamed vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's my theory. But isn't that, isn't that funny how we both come from the same mom, we both come from the same dad, and yet when it comes to body types, we are polar opposites. Completely different, yeah. It really is. Or do you... So I have these days, and I'm sure you have these days too, especially with my calves. Like, my calves are the worst. I think it's the worst part on me. Right. Because I just think, like, it's super skinny and gross, and I have chicken legs. But there's sometimes... But you have really long legs. Yeah, I do. And And that does play a factor. about it, you know? Yeah. Because, like, I see these guys are, like, five foot six, and they're just getting gains on gains on gains. Yeah, but when you're six you can't compare yourself to those guys. Yeah, I mean, it's hard not to. It really is. It is hard, especially when that's, like, kind of what you're striving to look like, but... Yeah. Because I did, I mean, I'm I did that, of... and I think everyone kind of does that to a certain extent. Like, man, I want to look like that guy. But that guy's probably looking at someone else, possibly you... Like, man, I wish I could just get skinny. You know what I mean? I don't know about that. I, I know a dude who, uh, he can fucking squat six, uh, 600, deadlift Jeez. a house. And he just tells me all the time, he's like, I wish I would look like you. I'm like, are you serious? Like, he's like, yeah, I want to, like, I, <laughs> I can't lose any weight, but I want to be, you know, skinny and lean. Yeah. I'm like, dude. That, that's true. That's, I mean, I don't know. Just all what you want. I think as long as you're healthy, you're living a healthy lifestyle, you're working out a couple of days a week, mm-hmm. eating some good shit, putting that fuel in your body. It's all matters. But you know, it's hey. It's all matters. Yeah. And this, so this, some cool shit happened to me today. Never, this has never happened okay. to me in my life. And I'm so excited. Oh, we're not endorsing them. They don't pay us. But I'm going to fucking endorse them anyway. Chipotle. All right. They fucking hooked it up today. So I went in there. Yeah, I went in there. And I got off work early. So it's Good Friday. And I was already frustrated because I went to go pick up our 30 Seconds to Mars tickets. And Uh they fucking, their office closed early for Good Friday. And that was after I was like, yeah, I know. That's after I was circling the building for like 20 minutes. I was like, God damn it. I'm just going to get Chipotle because I didn't feel like making lunch because I didn't eat lunch at work because I was getting off early. Mm-hmm. I go into Chipotle, there's no line, and the people are really happy, they're really nice, and I go to the line, and the end of the line, to pay, and I'm like, you know what, it's on us today, have a good day. I was like, oh my god, oh my fucking god, they just paid for my meal. I may have cried. It was, it was cool, dude, it was really cool. Were you now? Yeah, we're, like... that doesn't happen to you and I, we're Chapmans, that doesn't, no. that doesn't <laughs> no. happen often. It doesn't happen. Now, I will say that the, the Chipotle time... that I go to. Yeah. Finish your thought. Finish your thought. Oh, I said the only time stuff like that does happen is like if you pay it forward. And then, you know, we're thinking, all right, let's just keep the thing going. And they hand you a receipt for like $57. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never on. been caught in one of those. Have you? No, I haven't either. But I don't eat fast food. Yeah, a lot. Right. yeah I don't either. I see, so I, that's kind of like I had that second thought, like, later on, after I ate it, I'm like, man, I, like, I should have just paid for it, like, you know, give it to the next guy, like, I can afford it, I'm doing well, 
Yeah. Yeah. But hey, I was yeah. just so excited. You know, I was just so excited. You, you I had my card out. Yeah. Yeah. So, bro, I even had double chicken with guac and they paid it. Dude, that's like extra $5. Yeah. I did. And so this Sapoli that I go to, for anyone in the St. Louis area, it's uh it's by Slew off Grand. And sometimes when I go, like they won't charge me for extra chicken or they won't charge me for the guac. So they they really hook it up. I fucking love this Chipotle. It's like a Chipotle slash um Chick-fil-A. Those fuckers are always yeah. happy. Yeah. No joke. I don't know how. I don't know how you can be happy. Cause it's always packed. <laughs> I know. Speaking of your good luck, all right, I had a little uh, good luck today, or not today, this week myself. Oh, let's hear so, it. So, yeah, yesterday I was feeling, I was like, you know what, I know I have a long night ahead of me, I need something just to get going, and I went to the gas station and got a monster. And I was at the, oh, uh, yeah. was at the checkout, you know, and this dude, this is my regular gas station, the dude knows me, he's, like, we, we talk, we chat it up every time, so... He knows oh, nice, me, and I yeah. go, you know what? Yeah, you know what? Give me two number 32 lottery tickets. And there's dollars I thought you were going to say pina coladas. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. So I get in my car and scratch it off. And wouldn't you know, I won 20 bucks off a dollar scratch off. No shit. And that's, mm-hmm. you know what? That's business, baby. That's business. That's business. That because I always feel hey, guilty. You know, you know my, <laughs> you've always been lucky with business those class. damn scratchers, though. No, I have, I have. I'll, I'll admit though, I've been pretty. You were the luckiest off. person I've ever met with fucking lottery scratchers. Yeah, I don't know how. The power don't know how. No oh, shit. I think the Powerball power was like five hundred million. I've decided even if I won a couple million, I'd be set. I think I would be too. You just gotta, you gotta be smart with it. Oh yeah, you can't go out and buy a new Ferrari. That's for damn sure. No, and that's what a lot of people do. That's where a lot of. If people, you go up and look at, yeah, yeah that's where they fuck up. If you go up and look at <laughs> all the lottery winners that are now like just fucking like in debt or like some yeah. even killed themselves. Dude. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's yeah. what happens when you give power to someone's not used to it. Yep. It's really sad. The first question I would have, though, it is sad, but a, a lot of time with those big winners, they have the financial advisors that come with them. That's the what I was going to ask. Do they have that? that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. I'm wondering how much those fuckers are charging. If they're charging me like $10,000 a day, the first thing they're doing is getting fired. Yeah. You know, I'll find They probably get fired anyways. For cheaper. Yeah, but if they're sitting there telling me how to manage my money when they're taking an arm and a leg themselves, they can right pound sand. Kiss my ass. That's why I don't use a uh, a broker. I know because you use a broker for your stocks, right? Yeah. Which I mean, we talked about this before, but I understand how one would be needed if you don't really like have the time for it. Yeah, and it's it's well, it's, it's it's smarter. It is smarter. <laughs> it is usually they're gonna know what they're doing. The, um, stocks go up, and you're like, ah. I mean, regardless, you're making money, but 
It's nice when it's do they all sell it? And, uh, right. Um, right now, he doesn't have a lot of my money in stocks. He may not have any of it in stocks. Um, well, I'm checking right now. Let's see what he's got. So they shot up yesterday. Oh damn! I'm, are you kidding me? Okay. Um. Where do you want? Let's see what he's got me in. Hopefully, if he bought you some Amazon, it's about a discount right now. No, I'm just in some um, mutual funds. Okay. Yeah. Other than that... Yeah, the whole market was up yesterday. Yeah, I know. I'm looking at that. Money! (laughs) Money, money! So, what I was going to ask you earlier is I have a question for you. Ooh, I am ready for your said question. This is a this is a would you rather question. And you know how a lot of them are real stupid. It's like would you would you rather like hit your sister or your mom, you know, you know? So would you rather go to jail for four years for something you didn't do? Or get away with something horrible you did, but always live in fear of being caught. This is a tricky one. Yeah, I know. This is a tricky one. Okay, so what what unspeakable act did I do that's so horrible to make me fear? Um, I'm thinking something that if they catch you, you're you're either. 25 to life or it's the death penalty. Oh, shit. So that's like, that's murder yeah. one, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I'd rather go to jail for four years. I think I would, too. Because I'm the type of guy that will stress about it. Like, cause oh I don't really God. like to procrastinate, like, even, like, my school homework. I know it's, like, completely different from going to jail, but it's... If it's kind of on the same relevancy, if you think about it, because I, like, I just want to get shit out yeah. of the way and like just get it done, mm-hmm. and then I'm done. But with that, you're just fucking waiting. Like your whole life yeah, is just waiting. Your whole life, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I'm kind of like that That's too. But hate. like, you have you have more motivation than I do. So, like, I procrastinate very hard. That's why I was at the gym at two a.m. last time. <laughs> that dude, I just like getting it done. Like, I don't like it lingering. And that's why you get up at four in the morning. You like to yeah, get shit, you don't get up at four. Of the ways, so you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> We're basically working out at the same time. Because <laughs> if you think about it, you're working out at three because you're an hour ahead of me, and I was working out at four. Mm-hmm. We're only an hour difference. <laughs> when I used to get up really early, or I used to over summer, it'd be like I'd work out at three, four in the morning. And I would be at the gym when you woke up. Yeah, fucking you nuts, dude. That? Yeah, and then yeah, you're right because you would stab me. Like, damn, <laughs> damn school. Yeah, school learning about me. robots. Yeah. School gets everyone, man. Worst of it. It does. I'd be telling if I won that lottery, you bet your ass I want to be going to school. I would own a school because that's where the it's money's just, made. Oh my god, yeah. Our professor was explaining today how if a class doesn't have enough 
if it's not making enough money, they'll just drop it. Yeah, you have to have a certain student, certain number of students enrolled. Isn't that stupid? It is. I mean, it is. It. it makes, it's kind of like with products. Is. If the product's not selling, you gotta scrap it. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're right, but for school, I mean, if you're interested in, it, especially college, you're telling me. Yeah, the if it's like a specialty class, isn't gonna. Right. I think that'd be even cooler like for if instance specialty class. Well, yeah, but if it got dropped, like for instance, the college that I applied to that I want to go, they have a uh, mm-hmm. a Frankenstein and like a Frank ancient monsters and Frankenstein's for like a creative writing class, and oh, like I want to take that so bad. And if I got into it and it got cut, I'd be pretty upset. See, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I'd be pretty upset. Professors, they don't make a lot as it is. So, mm. I mean. I, I don't know. It's just... I actually it's, learned something. Hmm. That professors are doctors. They have a doctorate. What? Teachers are... Yeah. So just because they're a college doesn't mean they're a college professor. Only if they have their doctorates. And I've been they're calling these guys... Yeah, they're just a teacher. They're a Mr. and a Mrs. You mean on my papers... I've been putting professor blah 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 when that asshole isn't yep. a professor. Oh. Yep, you got me too. Somebody else, yeah. Yep. Me, my English teacher though, she and they is, don't even correct you. I know, I know. They just take the power and run with it. Shit, I wouldn't say anything either. Someone called me master. Me either. <laughs> well, besides story, you might get my <laughs> ew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just we're sick. What are you getting? Hmm. Oh, I was saying I think I'm gonna get my uh, PhD in something just so I can have the title of doctor. Get in something Even stupid like me. ancient art history. <laughs> I mean, hey, no offense if we have some doctors in ancient art history. That's that's cool. That's cool, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. Why are you being a doctor in ancient art history? What the hell is that about? <laughs> Why did you spend so much money to be a doctor in ancient art history? Come on, man. You got to be smart Climbing a little bit to be that. <laughs> That's like being a doctor in gender studies. Come on. Come on. I know it's big now. And Uh-oh. But there, Uh-oh. There is. Yeah, we're about to get kicked off iTunes for what I'm about to say. Like, there is yeah, no, no gender. We're all fluid. Come on. Like, okay, I get it. <laughs> you are a man. You feel like you should have been a woman. Like, that's fine. Like, I'm not. That's fine. But you can't say that the yeah. gender should not exist. Like, no, that's that's science, bitch. That's fucking science. <laughs> that's motherfucking biology that their genders exist. A man and a woman need to exist to create other men and women. God dang, dude, that stuff just drives me up a wall. Like, are we seriously arguing about this? After all the shit that is happening in the world, are we seriously arguing about gender? The most basic fucking thing there should be. Like, there should be no confusion about this. There shouldn't even be a fucking argument. We have kids fucking lunatics. Yeah, we have lunatics buying rifles and going to fucking schools. 
We're sitting here worried about fucking gender. God dang, dude. <laughs> Come on. We got more important shit to worry about. Fucking Russia is shooting off a nuke called the Satan 2 rocket. Like, this bitch is called the Satan 2 rocket. I think we should be a little more concerned. Because you, no, you don't name something. Of that. <laughs> Did you see the picture Russia released? No, actually, I just saw the title. Space. I didn't see it. No. <laughs> that fucker is aimed right over Florida. Oh, you gotta get out Seriously, of there. Look, You're fucked. Look up the picture, and I swear to God, it's like coming down <laughs> right where, like right on Tampa. <laughs> Why would they pick Tampa you out saw of all that things? In my class today. <laughs> I know. I was like, there's so many old people. They just have to release, like, the common cold. It'll kill half the population. <laughs> no reason to send a rocket. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. And you don't name something the Satan 2 unless you're pretty goddamn confident about it. <laughs> that takes some balls to name something the Satan 2. And what happened to the Satan 1? <laughs> Don't you worry Is about it, it bro. Already a Putin's missile? like, <laughs> Putin's like, no, it must be the two rocket. <laughs> Fuck the one we want the two rocket. <laughs> but what should we name they it? We did that just to, yeah. Satan. <laughs> I mean, you gotta give it to him for imagination. God damn, it's scary as fuck if that's what they're <laughs> oh going my for. God. Motherfuckers oh. <laughs> could scare us, that's for sure. The US See, yeah, I couldn't be in charge of naming it. Too. <laughs> See, if I was in charge of naming rockets, I would be fired, because I would name it immediately the Red Rocket 69. Because <laughs> if you got killed by a Red Rocket 69, bro, you deserve <laughs> to be fucking wiped off the map. It sounds like a gamer tag. <laughs> it's close to mine. <laughs> No shit, the Red Rocket 69. Hey, yeah, feel free to take that for your gamer tag. <laughs> yeah, XXX 69 XXX Red Rocket. Because you have to throw the X's in there because four other people have the same goddamn tag. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, man. you're trying to pick it and you're like, all right, who picked your mom 69? <laughs> 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 that's so true dude that's so true mm-hmm. it's so funny it just pisses I'm pretty you off sure when, my... they, uh, when they kill you yeah you're like god damn it it's like some little 12 god year old yeah. hey fuck they your mom you you the... I fucked yeah. <laughs> fuck your mom like, okay okay then you're, ta- you're whispering because but... you're downstairs and you don't want your parents to hear <laughs> but the hardest part though is like you almost want to be too mature to get mad, but something really just pisses you off anyway. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, for real. Like, oh, my God. Jeez. I will kill you. Uh, I'll find your you house. You want like Homer Simpson Murder your kid. family. I want to firebomb your house. <laughs> or say God dang, dude. House. All right. <laughs> All right. I guess we're, what, 27 minutes into this? I guess we should actually get into this. Yeah. So, are you ready for this? Da, 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 da. I think. Alright, so. I think I'm ready. 
Dude, we should just we we really should re uh, rename our podcast to something more relevant to uh, half bullshit, just half bullshit, bullshit, half coffee crime conspiracies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what's well, bullshit? I don't know. All right, that, hey, but we're just Episode we're just six. discussing uh, it over uh, world coffee, events. Though. That's we're getting the coffee out of the. Way. See, okay, yeah, I like that. We're just two dudes mm-hmm. sitting in a coffee shop, basically. Hopefully exactly. no one's around us, because we'd be kicked out. That's all we have to do on a podcast. Oh, we... Especially since you said gender right. is fluid. I know, dude, you get kicked out hardcore in a coffee shop. <laughs> oh my god, you, you don't don't ever come back. Ever. You don't, you don't fucking understand, okay? You just don't understand. Nah, bitch, I think I do. <laughs> All right, what are we learning about today? What we're gonna, what we're fixing to be learning about, is the Honolulu Strangler, and I have a fond. What is it? Honolulu, Hawaii. Honolulu, Hawaii. What? Honolulu. We're gonna get right into it. Honolulu. Is the largest city in the state of Hawaii. It's the state capital and sits <laughs> along miles of pristine coastline with white beaches and bright blue water. It is on the island of Oahu, one of the eight main islands that make up Hawaii. In 2015, it was voted America's second safest city, but in the mid-80s, a killer stalked the island. To date, he has never been caught. Kind of like our boy, the I-70 killer. Connection? Question mark. <laughs> the victims <laughs> were all me between R70 the ages. Doesn't run to Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, it actually goes under uh, under the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> the victims were all women between the ages of seventeen and thirty six years old. They were all found bound and gagged near the coastline or inlet canals. All of the victims were raped. The first victim was named Vicky Purdy. She was 25 years old and married to Gary Purdy, an Army helicopter pilot who was stationed on the island. On May 29, 1985, Vicky left her house to go clubbing in Waikiki with a group of friends, but she never showed up. The last person to see her alive was a taxi driver who had dropped Vicky off at Shoebird Hotel where her car was. So, I don't understand why her car was in the parking lot if she was going to go clubbing to friends afterwards. Because you think she would take the, the taxi to the club... And then take it back. You're gonna be drinking. So I don't, I don't understand why she may have done that, or why her car was there. Because you could just because if you're gonna drink, do with it though. No, I mean other than the fact that's where fucking killer was. So regardless of the reason, she went to get her car, and she was found the next morning dead on an embankment of Key Lagoon. Little side note: I'm not Hawaiian. And some of these names I'm going to butcher, so I do apologize. When she was found, she was still wearing her yellow jumpsuit that she had worn to go out. Because remember, it's the 80s. Her hands were bound behind her back, and she had been raped and then strangled to death. This is interesting because her husband said that maybe Vicky's death was related to her place of business. Because Vicky actually worked at a video store that handled porno. I don't know why I said it like that. It's kind of creepy. Where at the video store, 
two of Vicky's co-workers had been stabbed to death a year la- a year earlier inside the video store. So, her husband thinks that maybe the guy... Because the guy who stabbed the two women, he hadn't been caught. So, her, his, her, her husband, Vicky's husband, was like, Hey, this might have something to do with it. Someone could have been stalking her because, you know, mm-hmm. fucking creeps. Not creeps. Like, just because you watch porno, you're going to fucking creep. But... They, those type of stores are going to attract the lesser, the lesser yeah, affluent of society. <laughs> yeah. And that's what he was saying, that maybe that had something to do with it. The second victim was the youngest of the women murdered and happened a whole 11 months after Vicky was murdered. She was a 17-year-old high school student named Regina Sakamoto. The last person to hear from her was her boyfriend, whom she had called at 7.15 on January 14, 1986, when she had Mr. Bus going to Leua High School. She told her boyfriend she was going to be late. The last time she was seen alive was waiting at the bus stop in front of a cafe in Waipau. God, I'm sure I'm butchering that. Her body was found the next day still wearing the light blue tank top and white sweatshirt for school. However, her lower body had been unclothed. Her hands were found bound behind her back, and she had been raped and strangled. Her body was found on Kia Lagoon, the same place where Vicky Purdy's body had been found. Two weeks after Regina Sakamoto was murdered, the third body was found on February 1st, 1986, by three fishermen on Manawalua Stream. Her name was Denise Hughes. She worked as a secretary for a local phone company, and when she didn't show up for work on January 30th, concerned co-workers immediately contacted police. So something I find interesting here is that all three of the victims have died taking public transportation because, you know, Vicky was killed after the taxi, Regina was waiting for the bus, and Denise... was last seen waiting for the bus to take her to work. Like the other three victims, Denise was partially clothed in a blue dress with her hands bound. She was sexually assaulted. It was after Denise's body was found did police theorize that they might have a serial killer on their hands. So, I mean, so far, I'm going to throw my theory in later, but that's kind of where I'm going on this. Just so you you can uh, form your own opinion. Okay. Due to the same M.O. and location of the bodies, police suspected that the killer was the same guy in a task force of FBI profilers, police officers, and members of the Green River Task Force were formed. And the Green River Task Force, for those of you who don't know, were some of the police officers that were involved with catching Gary Ridgway, America's most prolific serial killer. So we see from the start that police aren't really messing around with these murders and they obviously really want to bust this guy because if you have such a small community, cause I've been in Hawaii and obviously Honolulu is a large city, but it's kind of like a small town feel to it. And if you mm-hmm. have a guy going around murdering people, it's, it's going to, it's going to hang over the Island or that's that city. Right. Yeah. And police, obviously they want to fucking catch this guy. It's kind of like the same, and really, it's not just Honolulu. It's really any city 
that has a serial killer on the loose, like a known serial killer, like Atlanta with the child murders, or fuck even the mm. uh, Austin, Texas with the serial bomber. Yeah. So it's gotta be it's gotta be pretty terrifying living in one of these cities when that happens. And you kind of know it, so not even like a fucking like it's just like a feeling you get like when um a hurricane hit. What hurricane hit you guys? Irma. Uh, Irma. Right? Yeah. Like, wasn't the town like super weird? It's just a weird vibe. Oh, it was. It was strange because like it's it's almost like getting hit with a freight train because it's coming so slow. But you know it's coming, and once you've prepared for it, there's nothing else you can do. So when yeah. you would go into town maybe a few hours before it hit, or even a day before it hit, everything was closed down, everything was boarded up, and there was nobody in town. It was creepy. And that's creepy. And that's, yeah. that's kind of how maybe a town would act when a serial killer's on the loose. No one's really mm-hmm. going to be wanting to go now. Like, everyone's kind of watching each other. And, like, it's kind of like the same thing. You don't know when it's going to hit, like, the slow freight train. Well, when's the next body going to show up? And a yeah. lot of pressure is put on police in these sort of situations. Mm-hmm. Which is good, you know? They need, uh, they, yeah. they yeah. Need, you know. The fourth victim was named Luis Medeiros, who was 25 years old when she was killed. She had lived in Waipahu, a city on the south end of Oahu, with a population of 33,000 residents. Luis had just made a red-eyed flight from Quay Island, where she had met with family members after the death of her mother. She made it off the red-eye on March 26, and she told her family in Quay that she would take a bus home from the airport once she landed. Last time she was seen alive, she was disembarking the airplane. Her body was found on April 2nd, decomposing near Waiakili Stream by a group of road workers. Like the others, her clothes on the lower half of her body were missing while her blouse remained intact. She had been sexually assaulted and her hands were tied around her back. So it was after Luis's body that police began to try and lure the killer by placing undercover policewomen around the city in hopes he would strike one of them. Killers like this are opportunists, right? They only kill when the opportunity yeah. presents itself and only when the risk for being caught is minimal. And so these type of guys that are just kind of waiting, they're waiting to strike, they're watching. These these are the true fucking monsters. They're like, it's almost like hunting, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fucking disgusting and it's just... terrifying. Yeah. Right? Like when you're hunting... You gotta wait for the perfect shot. Mm-hmm. The perfect, make sure the wind. And it's like, it's the same thing. You, these fucking guys are watching these, this guy's watching these women. Ugh. Gives me the heebie-jeebies. Like, how many other motherfuckers are out there like this? Maybe not serial killers, but are just like, you know, creeping on women. Like, basically most 98% of dudes in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I think that It's so funny to watch fire. guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny to watch guys, like, when there's like, one female and ten dudes in there and like they're just like oh you watch them in the mirror and you can tell their eyes are watching the girl you're like come on dude <laughs> it's <sighs> sick though like it I, I could see where like a girl would, wouldn't want to go to the gym yeah it would be intimidated that's why they have uh gyms just specifically for women which i'd probably I mean, go to if i was a girl oh yeah 
Good nasty ass. Because it is. Yeah. <laughs> Just get. Hey, but any girls that. listening? Yeah, any girls, any women that are listening, you're trying to get on a date or something. Hey, just go to the gym. I promise you. Oh my I god! I promise man. you. If you're, or if, if you that's, if you're somebody, going there, yeah. If you're going there not to work out to get a date, yeah, you'll fucking it'll work. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, just hop on dating the dating uh, advice. With the elliptical. Yep. Yeah, don't don't put your earphones in. So you tell mm-hmm. everyone you're open for communication. Or here's yep. what you do. <laughs> if you're a woman and you're trying to get a date, you go to the gym. Just ask a guy, cute guy, a guy you find cute, how to like do a movement or an exercise. That's it. Game over. You're basically going to get fucking married after that. Basically. Buck Tinder. Although. Bucky Harmony. Go to the gym. Guaranteed. Uh-huh. Although if like a girl came up to me and she's like, how do you bench? I'll be like, you know what? I've been asking myself that question for years. Yeah, boom. She's going to laugh. She's going to giggle. And then you're going to get uh-huh. married and have kids. Yeah. Live the Until American she dream. she puts up more weight than you. And then you just might as well. That's true. Try. Then you got to cut all ties and you got to run. You got to run out of there. Yeah. You got to cancel your membership. And you got to get the fuck out of there. Because <laughs> there's no going back from that. No, you can't. You can't. No. The last known victim of the Honolulu Strangler was Linda Pesky. She was 36 years old and left home on the morning of April 29th. Her roommate told police that Linda told her she would be home later that evening after a meeting that had been scheduled at her work. The next day, when Linda had not shown up for her meeting and her car was discovered on the side of the road by the Nimitz H1, which is a main highway in Hawaii, police were notified of her disappearance. And hers is hers is hers is different. Where the other four girls were discovered by mistake, Linda's Linda's body was found when a forty-six-year-old psychic contacted police and told them that her body was on a island in the harbor of Honolulu, which is named Sand Island. Now, this dude, he said he claimed that he had a premonition. And he led police to this specific spot on Sand Island where nothing was found. They didn't find anything. No body. Linda's body wasn't found where the psychic said it was. But police figured something was fishy. So they ended up searching the whole island anyway, where they eventually found Linda's body. She was nude with her hands tied behind her back. So... Yeah, so, I mean, Sand Island's really not that big. Like I said, it's just a little tiny inlet off Honolulu Harbor, and it's accessible to the public. There's a couple businesses on it when I looked up at Google Maps. So it's not like another part of Hawaii that's, you know, miles offshore or some random coastal inlet, but just part of the the city. So speaking of locations, um, I want to describe to you the map of Honolulu. And the area where the girls were last seen, and they compare it to the where the bodies were found. This kind of took some investigative measures on my part, which is kind of fun. Ooh, Ooh I know. So all five of the girls were found between Waipau, which is a suburb to the north, like I said, and Waikiki, which is to the south. It's only about a 17-mile stretch, and if you were to travel via the H1 highway, it would take around 30 minutes. So it's about a 30-minute radius where all these girls were taken, right? It's where they're all kidnapped or abducted. 
Between these two locations, we have the airport, Hickman Air Force Base, downtown Honolulu, and Pearl Harbor. All of this is linked together via the H-1 highway, and as we know, every single one of the victims were last seen near public transportation. Now, as far as where the victims were discovered, the area is very confined. Two of the women, Regina Sakamoto and Vicky Purdy, were found in the same area of Key Lagoon, which is basically a small, like, it's a little small park. You've seen them, especially down in Florida, where it's like, you know, you have a little green area, maybe like a picnic table or something. Yeah. Right? And it's like, you can go fishing, maybe. So they were found yep. on that, on the coast of that. So these were the first two victims, so it's possible the murderer used the same location after he knew he was free from Vicky's murder. So that's where he decided to dump Regina's remains, because remember, 11 whole months passed between Vicky and Regina. So he may have been pretty damn confident that, hey, I dumped, uh, dumped Vicky here. Why can't I dump Regina if you know they didn't solve the murder with Vicky? Denise, Hughes, Denise Hughes's body, she was the third victim. She was dumped in Mono... Mono... Oh, God damn it. Monula Stream, <laughs> which is about a two-mile drive from where Key Lagoon is. Luis Medeiros's body was discovered in the same location as well, and Linda Pesky's body was found on Sand Island, which is on the other side of the harbor by a couple miles. So where we have the girls being taken with basically a 20-mile radius, that's where they're all abducted, we have their bodies being discovered within a 5-mile radius. To me, this tells me that the killer would have to be extremely familiar with that area. Enough so where he would know the details about when tourist traffic would be light and what time to dump the bodies. Because remember, this, this area is basically downtown Honolulu. It'd be equivalent to dumping bodies on the, underneath the arch. Okay. That's how big of an area, right? Yeah. It's like the main attraction of the city right there. So, what exactly is around this area? If the killer was familiar enough to dump the victims, he would either have had to work or live in the general vicinity. The Honolulu Airport is right behind Key Lagoon Park, and I mean right behind. Like, you have Key Lagoon, a road, and then the fucking airport strip. Also, the H1 Highway is right there too, and being downtown next to an international airport, you can bet there would be a lot of traffic in and out of that place. So I couldn't find a map of like the 80s, like where businesses were. And there wasn't yeah. Uber. So you can bet there would probably be bus stations around around the, the airport, which comes into one of my theories. And we'll get to in a minute. So the FBI released a pro a profile of the killer saying he was an opportunist killer and more than likely did not stalk the victims and that he lived in the area near the attacks. One thing that I want to know is a witness came forward and said she saw a white or mixed male with Pesky's car. Now, remember, the so-called psychic who happened to lead police to Sand Island where they found Linda's body? Well, <laughs> the police fucking arrested him on May 9th <laughs> as their primary suspect. His, ex- his ex-wife told police that he was a smooth talker and could easily get his way with basically anyone, which would explain how... Maybe some of the women were able or were lured into his car. Like if they're waiting for the bus, I'm like, hey, you need a ride? I'll give you a free ride. You can't wait the bus. Oh, okay, sure. Like a bam. Uh, Dunzo. Dunzo, bro. And they would uh, they would have their guard down too if he was a smooth guy. It's kind of like Ted Bundy. He's a smooth talker too. 
And it's a fact that a lot of serial killers have, unfortunately. You can basically sell water to a fish. (laughs) Yeah. Like, take your towels, put them somewhere else, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Put your towels elsewhere. Become an artist. Just don't get your doctorates in it. His (laughs) ex-wife also said that he had a certain fetish. He liked to tie girls' arms around her back before having sex. She said on the night they had fights, he would leave the house, and that's when the murders took place. He worked as a mechanic on Lagoon Drive, which is the main road off of Key Lagoon, where the bodies were found. And you literally have to take Lagoon Drive to enter the park. And the, the, the drive also continues farther down all the way to the runway towards the airport. And today there are warehouses where helicopter tour companies are used to store their choppers. But in the 80s, it could very well have been a place to store bus stations or um, for a bus station or like where they could have like a bus shed. Okay. So what na- what happens next, I don't really understand. That's legal mumbo jumbo. But the guy was arrested. He was interrogated. He failed the polygraph test and police still let him go. Due to circumstantial evidence, he was released and moved to California, where he died in 2005. This, his identity was never released to the public. Right? Wow. What the fuck, dude? So the murders, they eventually stopped. And more than likely, it was this guy. But for shits and grins, we're just going to pause. And I want to go over my own two theories. Okay. So the killer could have been a bus driver because for... Bus driver for public transportation. Bus drivers would know the area extremely well, and since they are dropping tourists off all day, they would know the dead times too. All the killings and even kidnappings took place right off the H1 highway, which a bus driver would routinely have to take. He could inconspicuously follow these women and their routines and then fucking kidnap them because he's driving the bus. He knows, okay, she's going to be here at 7.15. She's going to be here at 9.30. I can just fucking take the day off and nap them. Uh, and then he would know where also there's no no tourist here there's no it's basically a dead time where nothing's going on i could just drop the bodies so it's i think it's a pretty good idea i don't know if police looked into this but i think it's just kind of odd that they were all taken near public transportation yeah i, I just do i mean um it's kind of like it's kind of like why I guess you could ask why and it wouldn't make sense if he didn't have anything to do with public transportation like that's really right. big of a coincidence to to just not yeah, be a part and, of public transportation unless it was just like a regular bus rider I don't know yeah. so my next theory is this and a lot of people I've seen online, I think this is it. So considering the time lapse between Vicky's and Regina's murders, and then the spree we see after that, we can almost say for certain that the killer wasn't on the island during that time. Either he wasn't on the island or he was in lockup. But for this theory, I'm going to say he wasn't on the island. So what occupation would be gone for long stretches at a time, unnoticed, and then come back? Someone in the military. Yep. Yep. 
Pearl Harbor is a massive military installation and all four branches have bases on the island. In fact, Hickman Air Force Base is only four miles away from where the bodies were discovered. It is very likely a member of the armed forces killed Vicky, was sent out for deployment, and then came back home to continue the killings. And possibly the reason I'll stop? Because maybe he got orders and had to leave the island. Out of my two theories, I think this is most... This is, this is the most... Probably credible. Yeah. Uh, if, if it wasn't the psychic guy. Because for the military, they have 11-month deployments, which is about standard... And that's the time where the killings completely stopped. And Hawaii is such a small island, and considering the radius where he's dumping bodies, if he's, if he's still on the island and he's killing that time, these bodies are going to be discovered. So he would either have to be in jail or on deployment, like I said. And I think he might be on deployment. Yeah. And then we just see the... Yeah, it's fucking... Hawaii is... So there's four... All four branches have bases in Hawaii. And they just stopped. The murders just stopped after five. It, it, maybe it was the psychic guy because they caught him. He said, oh, shit, and went to Hawaii. But could very well have been a service member. They got new orders to go elsewhere. Yeah. But that would make they're just my theories. Sense. Right. Now I'm not a cop. That's what I think. And one last thing before we wrap this bitch up. As people online debate whether the East Area Rapist could have been the Honolulu Strangler for a multitude of reasons, including the time frame and the M.O. of the killings. But to go into detail about the East Area Rapist slash original Night Stalker slash Golden State Killer, we would need probably about a three-parter of episodes. And I think it's <laughs> kind of a stretch <laughs> that, you know, this guy would have been uh, uh, E.A.R., the ear, as these... <laughs> Web sleuths, as they like to call themselves, think. But more than likely, it was probably the psychic who killed him because, I mean, he was gone during... He didn't have an alibi during the time of the murders. He had a fetish for tying women's hands behind their backs. And he just fucking had a psychic premonition and led police to Linda's body. Fuck out of here. Yeah, it's kind of weird. That's it. Yeah, and then he killed himself in 2005. Because he couldn't live with himself. <laughs> That's right. He should have just, he should have took the, the four years, like you said. The four years, yeah. yeah. He played that game and he lost. Yeah. I don't know if you can. That, that case kind of like, cereal. it's pretty similar to the I-70 killer. Like, mm-hmm. the I-70 killer like had five. Yeah. yeah. They just stop. Yeah, that's fucking. That's kind of scary. It is because it's like where it's weird and it's scary, dude. Where do they go? Are they still alive? Are they in jail? Could be your neighbor. Who yeah, the fuck knows? Bastards. Hey, this well, happened in the eighties, man. Nice. Yeah. Well, they'd have to be. He turned himself around. What if you got? Yeah. What if you got side miles just like FBI and SWAT? Just taking the dude down. And you were living next to the Honolulu Strangler. Uh, I feel like our crazy. show would have a lot of uh, a lot of credit then, you know? Hell yeah, dude. You be better. Yeah. <laughs> you better flip to our pictures. Instagram. No, dude. You got to live <laughs> I would it. Do live you got to go Instagram yeah. live. Oh, yeah. You got to go to uh-huh. flip over to our Instagram. Um, coffee underscore crime underscore conspiracies. 
You better live mode that bitch. Or if you don't have access to that, if you're a listener, you just flip on over there anyway. And check yeah. it out. Yeah. Cause you we, can still we've been, we've been posting some or you have. I know you you go um you go hard on posting stuff. Yeah, I like to post uh, pictures and like details mm-hmm. of the, the kind of the crime. I kind of find that stuff fascinating. Unfortunately, with, yeah. with the I seventy killer, there's not much to go off of. As far as like, I mean, the police never caught the guy. There's basically no evidence, so that's kind of hard to find stuff. This guy's gonna be the same, the Hollywood Strangler, but yeah, you can always. We shall like, get creative. We will. I'm sure. Yeah. We'll figure it out. You know, we're smart. We're yeah. smart young men. That's like what I like to tell myself, at least. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that a few times. Yeah, well. Mostly mostly from women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. M- women. Uh-huh. I, I hear it mostly from mom. She's the only person that tells me. <laughs> You're such a good boy. Thanks, mom. <laughs> Thanks, mom. I just... Hey, shut up! Get out of here! Every <laughs> <laughs> some fucking pizza rolls! Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Alright, bro. What do you say we wrap this one up? I, I, I think we should. I think we did a good job. <coughs> Bless me. God damn. Even if we didn't, we tried our damn hardest. We try. I gave it 110. percent I don't know about you. I I was more at like 103, but oh shit! Does okay, it really hey, you know what? After 100, it doesn't, and that's all that matters. We put 100, 213 percent combined total in this bitch. We hope you enjoy Coffee Cove Conspiracies. Follow us on iTunes, Google Play, on Stitcher. Give us a rating. Anything above four, please. I beg it of you. <laughs> and subscribe, baby. And that's it. That's all we got. Yeah. We're exhausted. We're tired. We're out of here. Uh-huh. It's late. Tired. Mitch yeah. has got to go work out at three in the morning. <laughs> yeah. And some other advice. Hey, don't get murdered. We don't want to get murdered, baby. <laughs> we don't want to talk about you. All right, everyone. See you next week. Peace. Peace out.